You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, everybody. I'm Roger B. You're listening to Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. We're going to talk about some politics today. We're going to talk about some Supreme Court rulings that may come down that could change the way things happen. And we're going to talk about the gun control bills that the Democrats are eyeing to push through as early as next week. But first, I want to go to Uruguay. Uruguay. Uruguay? How do you say that? Is that Central America? uh, (laughs) South America? Where is that? uh, Central America. Central America. America. South America. Well, this was great. Because, you know... This was a video, and I watched the video, and it was it's pretty short, but it shows there's an ice cream parlor, and this guy and his son are enjoying an ice cream cone, having a good time with this ice cream. Now, it is 11 o'clock at night, but, you know, apparently they have a nightlife in Uruguay. I just had a thought, Roger, but I'm not going to take us down memory memory lane of what we did to a certain friend at a certain restaurant on the way to Bike Week a with few ice years cream? ago with ice cream. Oh yes, let's not <laughs> let's not go there. Okay, this, but this is a family show. This is a family. So show. he's sitting there having ice cream with his son, apparently, and they're sitting there eating their ice cream, and these two men start walking toward the ice cream parlor, and one pulls a pistol as he gets to the door. Now the man, who just happens to be an off-duty police officer. Pulls out his weapon, fires two shots at the one suspect, and fires at the other suspect as he's turning and running away trying to pull his gun out. (laughs) And he does this all without dropping his ice cream cone. (laughs) Man, now that, that is gun control and ice cream control. Generally, if you got something in your hand and you need a self-defense, you drop whatever (laughs) it is you have in your hand and you use both hands on your weapon. This guy managed to deter both the armed robbers. With his handgun, firing shots, and not dropping his ice cream cone. <laughs> he wanted to properly demonstrate gun control and ice cream control. That's Roger, right. would you, let's be honest, no. would you drop an ice cream cone? Not unless it was a flavor <laughs> I really didn't like, but any decent flavor, no, you don't drop an ice cream cone. And how many flavors of ice cream do you not like? Maybe, I, I didn't like the sardine broccoli I tried. Okay. That was bad. <laughs> Why on earth did you try that? <laughs> Anything with chocolate in it, though, I'm in, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so this guy held on to his Rocky Road, and he kept going. <laughs> That's It's a spectacular video if you get a chance. It's, uh, That's you know, awesome. man shoots two armed robbers. Doesn't even drop his ice cream cone. It's awesome. <laughs> so that's something I'm going to have to watch a few more times because that's the kind of training I need. Hey, you know, Uruguay doesn't have the best economy, so he had probably had to save up for a week to buy the ice cream. Maybe. And these guys, you were just going to. I wonder if they were going to steal money or ice cream. Or ice cream. They wanted that ice cream cone. <laughs> Maybe they just didn't have enough of the cone, so they were just going to go in and <laughs> steal it. Steal it. Feel bad for those guys. Man, hey, that's, <laughs> getting that's, shot for trying to get ice cream. There's your socialism. You can't even have ice cream. I know. It's <laughs> nuts but uh more importantly in the united states we're coming down there's going to be a a court case heard by the supreme court to decide whether or whether or not police can enter a home to seize guns without a warrant Hmm. now generally your home is protected by the fourth amendment against warrantless searches yeah i was just about to say you have the fourth amendment there's no way they oh but there are exigent circumstances that can allow a police officer open a home to enter a home without a warrant if you're shooting at him no, no, no. What if somebody's shooting at somebody else? Then he can still go in and try and prevent. Or if someone's about to stab somebody, right. he can run if, in. And if he makes the, uh, the yes, okay. Or if, if he sees if somebody without, collapsed on the floor shaking, he can right. if there's reasonable, make an Absolutely. It's got to right. be reasonable, though. It's got to be, I can see them shooting yeah. each other. Or I can see or that person. Or he sees a scuffle and he sees a weapon. Right, he can right. break or, in and try and break it up. Or I see that person who's obviously had a heart attack. And right. That, or if he that, sees somebody collapse down in the right. middle of the floor, he can break in. And that's, you know, they call that exigent circumstance. But there's also... 
an allowance that says a community caretaking ex- exception. Anything with community in it scares me most of the time. Oh, yeah. When you see that word, you might as well substitute it for socialism. Yeah. Well, there was a, a, a place where a police officer took a gun out of a trunk out of an, of an impounded vehicle without first obtaining a warrant. But mm-hmm. what they determined is that there were thieves breaking into the impoundment yard and stealing stuff out of impounded cars. So he thought for the safety of the community, he would remove the property from the car. To prevent it from being stolen. From being stolen. Yeah, that's a yeah, stretch it's, to it's me. It's a stretch that's a little a bit. But, you know, if they had, a, if they had a, um, a precedent set that people were stealing, that they were breaking in and stealing impounded cars, so he felt like it was and, – and it seemed like it was okay. It didn't really result in anything. I guess they got the weapon back to the person. There was no lawsuit filed or anything like that. But the case that started this was let's see how I find this lady's name. I don't know if I got Caligula, something like that. I don't know. No. <laughs> Caligula. No. Is she an actress? <laughs> Caniglia. Oh. Italian. Okay. Yeah. So apparently, let's see. Mr. Caniglia was arguing with his wife and melodramatically put an unloaded gun on the table and said, Shoot me now and get it over with. <laughs> hey, be careful what you ask for. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't point it at her or threaten her in any way. Right. He just gave her, he said, here, here. Just get, I'm ready to take the poison. Wow. You ever heard that story? I'll tell it real quick. This lady, this guy goes to a psychiatrist, says, wife, I think she's trying to poison me. I don't know. I, th- I think she's trying to put poison in all my food. Oh, well, can you get her to come in? Sure. So he gets his wife to come in, and the psychiatrist spends two hours with her, talking to her. And she leaves. The husband comes back in. And he goes, well, Doc, what do you think? He goes, take the poison. Take the poison. <laughs> <laughs> so this guy was ready to take the poison. Just shoot me and get it over shoot with. Me I'm now. done. <laughs> so apparently she called the non-emergency number for 911. The police arrived shortly after. The police disagreed about whether Mr. Canigli was acting normal or agitated, but they convinced him to take an ambulance ride to the local hospital for evaluation. They did not accompany him. So apparently he wasn't that much of a danger. They didn't need police escort. They sent him in the ambulance by himself. So apparently he was somewhat coherent. I'm I'm sure, depending on the officers that answered, they would understand the frustration by throwing a gun at your wife and say, just shoot me and get it over with. (laughs) I find this very comical. (laughs) I think that's funny. But on the way to the hospital, Mrs. Caniglia told the police that her husband kept two handguns in the home, and the police decided to search his home for guns without obtaining a warrant. Now, they're saying Mrs. Caniglia's consent to have the police search the home was legally negated because the police untruthfully told her that her husband had consented to the seizure of any guns. Hmm. Mm, See, so if they hadn't told her that and just asked her for permission, it might have been okay. But because they told her that he already agreed to it, Mm -hmm. they're kind of like, ah, you know, this could be a little shady. That's like, that's, you know, intimidating or what are you, misleading. Yeah. But anyway, so now it went to the First Circuit Circuit Court of Appeals. At its core, community caretaking doctrine is designed to give the police elbow room to take appropriate action when unforeseen circumstances present some transient hazard. And, And granted, the husband was already out of the house at this time. He never threatened anybody with the gun. Apparently, like I said, it wasn't even loaded. Huh. And he was just encouraging her okay. to shoot him. <laughs> Maybe he just wanted to see if she would do it. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> see if she was trying to poison him. <laughs> but this is this is an area that's, you know, and they're saying without a warrant, though, they should not have been able to search the house. Hmm. Now, from what I can see, if they asked her, because she was also 
I mean, if in the home, it was her home as well. Yeah, it's her home. Well, if she gave permission, but they can't mislead her though. Right. That that was that, where they messed up. If they yeah. just said, "Do you mind if we look around real quick and get these guns out of the house to to keep to keep mm-hmm. you safe?" She probably would have said yes, and this case would never have happened. Right. But right. because they misled her, saying he agreed to the search, mm-hmm. which apparently which he did not. He never did not do. And now he's got to try and get his guns mm-hmm. back. I guess if he tests. Ugh. Posit, you know, okay for being sane or whatever. Men- mentally acuity. Yes. You know, I, so this I, is going to go to the Supreme look, The Supreme Court's looking at this case to see if they want to hear it and decide whether or not this is something that's uh, going to be available. And it, it just seems mm. like this is an, an, an odd case because police can't just come in and say, we want to search your house for guns because we want to. Yeah, no. They can't I, do that. I mean, they they you, you can and we can't allow it. They and, were and called the, to the house though to answer. Well, a call. they were called, but they also misled her. But so I, you still can't. You know, if you, it's 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 the same thing. If an officer sees you have a heart attack in your home and he busts in the home to save you, he then can't send you off in an ambulance and search your home. Right, he didn't have a warrant to do, do anything right. beyond. He, he cannot do anything beyond what what he you know what the emergency entails and. So I feel the same way. I feel that this should be open and shut case. Now, since you're here, so. we're going to get into politics first. Woo-hoo! There's what's her name, uh, Bobert. I I don't know her first name. Lauren Bobert. She's a representative, um, and apparently she was on a Zoom call. Oh gosh, <laughs> with uh, some people in the in the in the Congress. She's a she's a let's see, Lauren Bobert of Colorado. Oh. She was on a Zoom call, and in the background, she clearly has. Two AR-15s and a pistol, and it looks like a shotgun, sitting there in her background. They look deliberately placed because yeah, they are crossed over, the shotgun on the second shelf, the pistol leaned up nicely so it shows. Okay. All right. Good for her. So she's obviously showing, I'm a Second Amendment proponent, right. and here I, I am on this Second Zoom Amendment. meeting with these mm-hmm. Congress people. And let me guess. The Democrats were triggered. Horrified, <laughs> I believe. Uh, because oh, no, the horror. <laughs> <laughs> because one of those guns might have got up itself and somehow <laughs> fired through the Zoom call. That's right. Oh, you, yeah, you cannot yeah. be shot through the Internet. Let no, me just tell you, you this. can't. Yeah, let's go ahead, Roger. Let, let's do a good public service announcement to the Democrats out there right now. You cannot be shot through the Internet. That's right. As far as I know. As far as we know. Virtual bullets do not hurt. <laughs> do not hurt. Kids play these games all the time. You they know, shoot each other nonstop with these right. all these video games. I, I, Nobody has ever died from and that. No one's ever died from a virtual bullet yet. I, I get emojis all the time. I have not been hurt yet by an emoji axe That's right. or an or emoji fire. Only your feelings you know, get hurt. Ju- yeah, your feelings. <laughs> but you know what? You know how Tough I feel noogies. about noogies. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe you deserve to have your feelings But apparently, hurt. I mean, uh, just that a pro... The idea that a pro-gun member of Congress might have firearms is just so terrible. Oh, okay. Terrible. They actually upholding and practicing the Constitution? Oh, gosh. Now, the Democratic representative, Katie Porter, goes, I always thought my dirty dishes piled up in accumulating bacteria were the most dangerous thing in the Zoom background. <laughs> Hey, you know her dirty dishes are more dangerous. They than are. My, uh, my uh, but granted, bacteria do not travel through an internet call either. Either. <laughs> this, this is dangerous. I don't know this where they're true. getting one, the idea. What one, is? What do they consider dangerous? I, I know this they're is, triggered by dirty they're dishes. Triggered now? by dishes, and uh, are they triggered by emojis? Because I've gotten emojis of a virus. That's right. Oh my God! Do I, I mean, have COVID? Oh my goodness! I do might I have, have to go get a test. Do I have to get a test? Can I do get a virtual test? Yes. Yes, if I'm going to virtually be afraid of a virtual <laughs> I mean, emoji, then, uh, okay, I'll submit to a virtual test. 
Now, this is, I mean, she was in her home. It wasn't like she was in her congressional office with all these guns laying around inside right. her office. She was in her home on a Zoom call with a, with other congressional members, and this lady was triggered. Mm. I tell you how they use the word triggered, because, you yeah, know, it has yeah. to do with guns. If, it's they like, hate, hey. if they hate guns so much, why do they l- use the Don't the, Don't the, use a term that has to do with guns. Yeah, yes. the terms. Crazy. But this is just, you know, I mean, it's just... Here we go again. You know, first, and this week, of course, with the whole Mr. Potato Head scandal. (laughs) It's not like the Mr. Potato Head kit comes with male parts or female parts. Exactly. He has a mustache. I'm not, you know. And you can take it off of him. And he he had a wife. You could got Mrs. Potato Head, too. That's right. And they want to eliminate her, too. You know, I complimented somebody on their mustache the other day, and she was pissed. She was mad. (laughs) (laughs) Don't wear it if you're going to get mad. That's right. I mean, but, you know, other than a mustache, how do you know it's a Mr. Potato Head? I mean, it's, it's, again, I talked about this earlier, Roger. You know. Oh, did you? They they think, um, not so much the Potato Heads, but I talked about the whole gender thing and science. Democrats love to tell us that we should follow the science, but yes. unless the science doesn't fit their narrative, because, Roger, you're a guy who can just happens to know how to sequence DNA. I do. You tell me. You can determine whether somebody is male or female. <laughs> there's yeah. male or there's female. There, are, there is a very small percentage of people who have both, both. equipment, but that's like but 0.02% of the population. It's <laughs> yeah. a tiny amount. And they've been right. getting along for the last 100 years or more uh, with, with managing to make things absolutely. work, and they probably don't want attention drawn to their situation. Exactly. And some of them have movie careers. Yes. They probably... Do they? Really? <laughs> well... Is that, is that known? They could. Certain. We don't know. <laughs> they could. There are a lot it of It might male, be a certain industry. There are a lot of male <laughs> actors out there who act like female body parts. <laughs> yes, 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 there are. The kitty cats. Hollywood is full of male <laughs> actors with... They have big mouths, they though. Have female <laughs> body parts. Oh, go Hollywood. Uh, mm. They call that a mangina? There you go. From Mr. Producer over there. Mangina. Yes. Yep, yep. There's a lot of manginas in Hollywood. She apparently said, you know, I'm not rolling over for this. So you can't handle the appearance of firearms in a country that has a Second Amendment. You yeah. should not be yep. legally allowed to serve your country. You, you shouldn't. Uh, the people who put that person into office should take them out of office. Because you cannot I, – I mean, the one country that, that, that a document says you've got a God-given right, um, you know. Well, here, here's the author's final gonna... line on this one, of this article. He goes, here's a pro tip for those offended by her background. Get over it. The guns on the screen can't hurt you. Stop being a whiny little baby and get the hell over it. <laughs> Are you sure he said baby? That's what it says no, here. Okay, I mean, I'm uh, just saying because, you know, I would have probably said something different. Yeah, I was but, thinking uh, the female dog version. <laughs> but anyway, I didn't want to go there. No, I'm we're not going to say that on the radio. I'm we're not allowed to say that. This is a family show. We're All nice. Right, we got to take a quick radio. break. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. If you live to serve Boy, the daily cases have fallen below 50,000. Consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Hey, guys. It's Minister Frankie with Shine His Light Ministries. It's getting cold outside, and winter is coming. It's time to shine a little light on our friends on the street. We're collecting blankets and coats for the homeless all winter long. Please donate by going to our website at www.shinehislightministry.com or text 770-655-8055. 
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. and Mrs. Potato Heads. Yeah, we- all you potato heads out there. I am Roger B. We- this is Locked and Loaded, and we're back with more. Yeah, I had to play with Mr. Rock and Mrs. Rock because, you know, there were times when my dad said, I'm not buying you a freaking potato head. I'm not you buying want... you a plastic potato. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Here's a, a potato right here that your mom was going to cook. Here's a Go potato. play with this. Here's a potato and a pen. Make your own, Mr. <laughs> potato Head. In fact, I am pretty sure there was a time in my childhood when I was given <laughs> a potato, some toothpicks, and a marker. <laughs> it said, here, Mr. Potato yeah. Head. There you 20, go. 20 cents at the supermarket instead of $6, yes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, we, Roger, you and I both experienced that. Go outside and play. With what? There's plenty with of there's this sticks pl- out there. Go play with sticks. <laughs> uh, that is, uh, folks, we are not making this up. Kids today have no idea. They that, have, you know. yeah. If you're, yeah, your kids have no idea today because there were plenty of times when our parents absolutely said, there's a stick out there, there's a tree, there's some dirt. Go play. play. Go throw a rock. My parents actually said, go outside and throw a rock. See how far you can throw the rock. See? And don't come back in for at least an hour. <laughs> don't come back. Hell, don't come back until it starts to get dark. When the streetlight comes on, you better be back home. And you better be home. That's oh, right. Oh, boy, the days. So now, though, I mean, with all the computers out there now, I mean, these kids are just hooked on all this computer stuff. But let me ask you this. Would you buy a gun that had a computer built in that would allow or not allow you to shoot based on what it saw? Nope. <laughs> Nope. Mm-mm. Well, there's a company that's working on technology that's going to allow the gun to decide whether or not you should be able to fire it or not. So this gun is going to have to determine, are you black? Are you brown? Are you yellow? Because you know. Or <laughs> are you a hostage? Are you an enemy combatant? Or are you a, you know. Oh, no. What's, what's oh, your no. status? They'll make it do color first. Oh, maybe. Then it will decide on now, whether man. it was. <laughs> this is, I mean, they want to equip smart guns with ethical artificial intelligence. See? <laughs> Ethical artificial intelligence. Let me translate that to oh, you. Let Here me translate. Go. That means uh, a politically correct smart guns is what they're looking may, for. Yeah, they may have a politically correct version. Oh, that would be funny. But, um, <laughs> and the thing is, you know, they're talking about how would you do this. I mean, I understand if you have, you know, uh, identification on yourself so no one else can fire your gun. That's one step. They, they've they been working on that for years. Right, ever they've since had that in ever the movies. Since, ever since Judge Dredd. Well, yeah, has they've had that in the movies forever. Yeah. The, mm-hmm. the identifying or you have a glove or ring or right. some sort Something of chip that, that put in your hand. Matches your gun. So you, only you can fire the weapon, mm-hmm. which, you know, that they're still working on that technology. The original one could be disabled with a couple of magnets. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, granted, in the middle of a fight, you wouldn't have a couple of magnets handy just to throw on the gun while you're grabbing it from somebody. And it was only a twenty two also, so you probably wouldn't carry it anyway. Right. But here, they're trying to get these computers to decide to render it useless even if an authorized user is trying to use it against something it doesn't feel is a situation that requires a gun. Now, could you imagine a hostage situation and you're sitting there waiting and all of a sudden the, the hostage taker moves and your gun doesn't fire because it still sees the hostage still in the sees picture? The hostage. Yeah. And you're going, oh, oh, the bad guy just got away because I couldn't shoot him because yeah, the could... hostage was standing too close. Mm. I mean, you know, that's just that's just one situation I thought of where you'd want your gun to fire when you wanted it to fire. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Actually, I, there's no situation where I wouldn't want my I gun to fire when I would want to fire. want my gun to fire. You know, part of true gun safety is when when you make the decision to fire, you make the decision to fire. Right. And remember, there's yeah. a lawyer attached to every bullet you shoot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
But it just seems odd that they can even pretend. I mean, now, granted, this is probably generations away from being at all feasible. Because, I mean, yeah. it's just so weird how it would know whether somebody was killing bad guys, good guys. How if they didn't? What if an officer I, saw a gun and the AI didn't see it, and the officer has to wait till the guy points the gun at him before yeah, he can before, shoot? Yeah. Well, he please. sees the gun come up from behind his back. The AI doesn't mm. see it, and he's just his gun is locked. He's going, yeah. son of a it, gun, <laughs> I can't shoot this. Thing. It's, it's, but if it works that well, I think we should start right away with Joe Biden's Secret Service. Service, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If this is the kind of crap that politicians are going to push, then like I've said before, you first. So you don't want me to fly? You first. You don't want me to have a gas car? You first. Now, what if the AI sees a knife but doesn't think that's as dangerous, so he's not going oh, to, to shoot? Th- uh, <laughs> it doesn't justify a, a capital punishment or, or that kind of reaction. Or what if so it's it not sees the gun d- or sees a, a gun and thinks it's a cell phone and doesn't allow it to fire? <laughs> what if it sees a cell phone and thinks it's a gun? <laughs> then you can shoot the guy with a cell phone. Well, that, then, human, then the human intervention would come in. But this is what they're talking about possibly in the future, so I'm just warning you guys. But, you know, unfortunately, there are over 400 million dumb guns out there that work every time you pull the trigger. Yeah, every time you pull the trigger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I doubt they're going to be able to replace all the dumb guns you know, that quickly. I mean, 400 million. There's more if, guns than there are people in this country. You're going to make the smart bullet. I mean, the smart gun. And I want the smart bullet that can go around a, cur- a corner. Yeah, and just trap. You, know, you hit, you, you, you laze somebody. I, I laser somebody. Get their DNA identification <laughs> tag, fire the bullet, have it hit and, just and that one just person. Just have it hit that one person, even if it has to go in and around and up and down. As long as it doesn't have to go through anybody else, we're good. <laughs> right, 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 we're good. <laughs> but the researchers are saying this is going to, oh yeah, this is going to be the, you know, the wave of the future. We're going to have smart guns, blah, blah, blah. So far, they have, they when, can't even get a gun that is reliable for When users. are we going to have smart voters? Or smart people. <laughs> <laughs> what did they say? What's that movie? Men in Black. He goes, a person can be smart. People are dumb people and panicky. People are dumb and panicky. <laughs> I mean, did you see the panic this week over a plastic potato? Oh, my God. I was... I, and then there's Dr. Seuss. They're they're ranting on him about something. I haven't they, read that one they've yet. They've canceled him. Dr. Seuss has canceled them. They, they will now offensive. not be publishing Dr. Seuss books. But I thought Green Eggs and Ham, that would be so green. That would go, AOC would be um, backing the Green Eggs and Ham. You would think they would like it, but apparently, for some reason, Eggs and Ham being green is racist. Right. Well, you know, okay, know imagine this. You have a glass. It is half filled with fluid. The optimist says it's half full. The pessimist says, it's half empty. The liberal says, it's racist. Racist. (laughs) (laughs) Water's white. It's only half full. It's got to be racist. (laughs) If it were not racist, it'd be be full or empty, but it can't be both. Or empty, but it can't be both. (laughs) Yeah, so apparently half filled with fluid is racist, according to the liberal's eyes. Uh, Just, you know. Not, hey, not for real, I, but <laughs> hey, look, you know what? I can't, you can't put anything past these socialist, I know. liberal, Marxist people, crazy people. But that's just something to look forward to in the future. Maybe your local gun source soon will have an AI gun, little camera built in, trying to determine whether or not you're whether allowed or to not shoot. You're it. allowed to shoot it. Um, are, I'd love are to you see capable? the first. I'd love to play the, with the first version of these. Now, yeah, what, what if you went to the range and had targets with hostages on them or bad guys? If they I didn't, you can't or just shoot. a silhouette target, would it allow it to shoot it? Uh, Blank silhouette? Apparently you're not going to be able to shoot unless you've got some type of disable feature. Something. Yeah, turn it off. So, but then, they're, you know, if they come out with that, they're never never going to want you to be able to turn no it off. No one's going to be able to, yeah, no one's going to be yeah, able to. They don't to, want you to do that. They won't leave it turned on, that's for sure. But, That'll be nuts. Yeah. 
crazy. Oh, Virginia had last a couple of weeks ago. I talked about Virginia was trying to ban not just ghost guns, like eighty percent lowers, eighty percent uh, frames. They were trying to ban any piece of plastic or metal that could potentially be turned into a gun. So. so if you had a block of plastic, any plastic, <laughs> any block any of solid block plastic, of plastic, or yeah, metal, right, or right. whatever, it could be turned into a gun. We're going to ban that. So we're going to ban 3D machines. Uh, well, they'd love to, I'm sure. Oh my god! Man. I was at a gun show not too long ago, and they had a 3D printer that could 3D print a Glock frame and an AR-15 That's receiver. Awesome! And it was like it, it wasn't that expensive. The machine with the programming was like 350 bucks. Wow! I should have bought one when I saw it. Ooh, yep, that would have been cool. But I'm waiting for yeah. them to get the technology better. Hopefully, it'll get better, and I'll buy one before they ban it completely. Yeah, because it is going to get better, and they are going to come after them. I mean, they're going to ban I that. They're so. going to ban plastic. They're going to. I mean, How are they going? You know, but there are people with milling machines and drill presses who are going to be able to make stuff whenever they want. You're not going to be able to stop it, and technology well, is going to advance faster than the legal. Well, Idiots, Roger. They're going to do a buyback program, don't you know? Oh, buyback my 3D printer. We're going to buy back the 3D printer. We're going to buy back the milling machine. We're going to buy back. The I think they're going to try and limit the software. That's where they're going to try and get you. Oh, so you're well, going to have to design your limit own it or tax it. They'll do something, but 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 maybe you're a coder. You know, Biden says you need to go get a coding job. Hey. Well, all right. I'm going to learn to code my 3D machine. <laughs> they did that. The guy who uh, built the first uh, homemade plastic gun. He released the information online for free. And what did they do to it? They him? tried to ban it from being distributed. Absolutely. Uh, he was just doing what the good Democrats told him to do. You go get yourself a coding job. That's right. And a 3D printer. <laughs> and a 3D printer. And don't be a capitalist and charge for that. Right. Just give it away for free. You hey. should, everybody should have access to that information. I agree completely. Well, I agree 100% <laughs> in that case. <laughs> he gave it away, and they were in an uproar. They were falling apart oh, they, at the seams. They lost their ever-loving minds. And I think that stuff's mm. still out there. There's still, of course, it's on the internet. There's no oh, stopping yeah, it. Yeah, there's no because it'll be released a thousand times mm. over every day yeah. by somebody who and says, "Oh, you need this here. Let me send that to exactly. you." Exactly. And somebody will have a screenshot, and they can, screenshot. They can they'll send download it, it, and they'll have and copies, always, and they'll yeah, send it absolutely. to everybody. They'll send it to all their devices, yeah. so they'll have extra copies. Yeah, it's the once it's on the internet, it's not like it's in a book and they can pull it off the shelves. Right. They can't the just internet, stop publishing like they're stopping Dr. Seuss. Yeah, the internet's the internet. It's well, out there. It's like they stopped the poor man's James Bond series from being published. Uh, it, it's amazing. But yet, Cancel. there are guys who have got copies, and they started republishing oh, these small awesome. runs, and they're bringing it back out again. Well, i got to go out and get all the – I've got some Dr. Seuss books from childhood. I who know. knew they were going to become so valuable? I wonder if they're going to just uh, become super valuable, but all the, all the Goodwills are going to start charging $10 yeah, a book, right. $20 a book. they got to be. I mean, they're going to go – the price is going to go up. It's How can they stop them from publishing? Can they force them to stop mm-hmm. publishing? They probably can't force stop publishing, but the the moron. I've told you they can the ask. Corporations are in bed with the Democrats. Big business is in bed with Democrats, and they're going to fall right in line. And they're going to these companies are offering to to self cancel. Yeah. So they're willing to can the publishing companies willing to cancel this book because the Democrats are crying. It's okay. cra- you've got one percent of the people screaming. But real quick, the good news is this Virginia bill was shut down, and it looks like it's dead for now. Dead on arrival. Yep. Sweet. So we'll be back in a couple minutes. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Hello, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Have you ever wondered what doctors talk about amongst themselves? If you do, join us on the Doctor's Lounge and hear the doctors' conversations amongst themselves. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning, 8 to 9 a.m. 
If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Want to give your family or loved one the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it and you'll love having one in your shower. And we're back. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and we're back to talk about guns and gun stuff. And now I'm going to go, let's see, uh, Oklahoma. Oklahoma, there's an Oklahoma bill pending to make the entire state a Second Amendment sanctuary. So imagine that. Yeah, that's, I mean, I love shooting this stuff. Hands off to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Now, granted, this bill is not as good as the Missouri one. The Missouri one, we talked about, I think, last week or week before, gives the local law enforcement the ability to arrest federal officials officials who try and enforce illegal illegal laws in their eyes. But still, this is a start. If enough states start backing the sanctuary city stuff, the feds are not going to be able to move in and do anything. Right. I know people say, oh, it's illegal. The federal law takes precedent. They're going to have to allow that. Well... What about immigration law? Now, see, yeah, yeah. Marijuana. There, there is a court case that needs to happen, and it needs to happen based on there are 18 enumerated powers specifically spelled out in the Constitution. The, the federal government has 18 well-specified powers. Other than that, it goes to the state. So states that are saying, hey, Mr. Federal Government guy, you're not going to come down here and, and bastardize the Constitution – They've got founding and they've got standing. So kudos to them. Oh, yeah. The Constitution is clear. And the first ten amendments say what the government cannot make laws to do. You're right. And they just (laughs) don't care. Led by the Second Amendment, which clearly says the government shall not not infringe. Shall not make laws. It's like a commandment. (laughs) You know what? Thou shalt not. That is a great way to put it, Roger. It is like a commandment. The the Bill of Rights is like that. The the governmental Ten Commandments. You know what, Roger? Roger, that is a great point because if you look at the founding of this country, it was it was very much founded in Judeo-Christian beliefs, beliefs, yeah, biblical so beliefs. It yes. is no surprise that the 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 ten the the Declaration of Independence. The if you look at the Bill of Rights, there are ten of them. There's ten of them, like commandments. So yes. Yes, that. Where do you think they got that idea? But, yes, but they don't listen. These guys will sit there and swear on a stack of Bibles that they're going to uphold, uphold and defend the Constitution, and, defend the, and then, and then destroy they it. Turn around the next day. Yeah. Reagan's dilemma. Ah, thou shall not. 
trust the government? Be mad at a Republican or badmouth a Republican or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he had a tenth one? <laughs> yeah, he did. He had an eleventh one. commandment. He sure did. I thought the eleventh yeah. commandment was love, thou shalt not get caught. I love Reagan. <laughs> well, that, that, that depends on what circle you're running with. Yeah, there is The eleventh commandment changes. But the Oklahoma bill wants to make the entire state a sanctuary city and any law, federal law that infringes on gun rights, they want to not enforce or obey in the state of Oklahoma. You know, you wow. know the problem with that? The feds will not pay attention to it, and the the state law enforcement officers won't enforce it. Well, the other thing is, if Texas doesn't do the same thing, all of Texas will move into Oklahoma and it'll sink. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Sink right through the middle it of the might, country. It might just, uh, it, it'll be like a, a state of quicksand. Let's get Hank Johnson Let's on this and see if Hank, something's going to sink. I was just about to say, we <laughs> better put <laughs> Hank Johnson on the case. Man, and spill all the oil. I, you know, I leave it up to Hank Johnson to probably come up with some ridiculous, uh, what is that stuff? Quicksand theory. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In case you get people unaware, uh, uh, Hank Johnson was. Um, questioning an admiral an about admiral. a military base on Guam, and he wanted to add so many thousand people to this base. Troops. Troops to the base. Yeah, yeah, people to the base. And Hank Johnson asked if there was any danger of Guam tipping over or capsizing. Oh, oh Hank Johnson stu- sat in the halls of Congress, looked at this admiral in the eye, and said, No, no, I, 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 Admiral, Admiral, uh, uh, I'm concerned that, 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 that the island is going to tip over. So so uh, cactus. <laughs> so so what 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 worries do you have that this that, that, that Guam is going going yeah. to tip over? And the admiral kind of smiled and like this admiral, has got to be a joke. Kudos to the and admiral. And he just kind of looked at him and Man, Hank wasn't smiling. You could see it in the admiral's face <laughs> that he wanted to laugh. Oh my God, yes, because he started to smile and he looked I, at the senator or yeah. the congressman. He and went, looked at the congressman. He's not smiling. He, went, mm-hmm. he thinks this is a serious question. He th- he's being serious, and you could see it in the face of the admiral. And my goodness, that admiral, what training he had to be able to stop himself from laughing. The fact that he thinks these islands just float around. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to wait until Hawaii comes over to the Atlantic coast <laughs> you know, and go to Hawaii. <laughs> I'm going to wait till Hawaii floats a little closer because yeah. it'll be less of a flight. Yeah, be an easier flight, yeah. no doubt. I mean, if it's going to float around, maybe it'll float over the Atlantic. One day. Eventually, it jump off the coast. It, go, <laughs> take a flight from Savannah. I think there's a better possibility that California will break off and float over to Hawaii. Well, well, well I might push it. Yeah. I might help. You know, we know. If you're visiting California this week, jump up and down really hard when you get to the beach. Let's try and accelerate this process. You know how you used to blow your little sailboats when you played in the lake or the pool? <laughs> let's we'll just blow. Let's swap California for Hawaii. <laughs> Okay, well, well, you know, yeah, maybe I should. If California breaks off, that's going to make for a whole bunch of new beachfront land in Arizona. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. And then, but right, so maybe Hawaii will make its way around to the and get a little closer, get an easier flight. Yeah, it'd be much easier for us. Yeah, according to Hank Johnson, islands just float around the uh, float around the oceans. So I hope somebody explained to him that they're attached to the bottom (laughs) of the. They're actually attached attached to the earth. Oh man! Oh, but anyway, man. so you know this. This is something that uh, Missouri's was the the best one because they said they want to have law enforcement be able to arrest federal officers. Yeah. This is just saying that they want to s- not obey any federal laws that violate the Constitution. Right. But they're not going to go after federal officers when they come into town and try and enforce these laws. But if this ever comes to court, I'd like to see it go to court and say 
you guys have marijuana dispensaries in like 10 states, yeah. 20 states, mm-hmm. all over the country, violating our controlled substance act. Control, yeah, yeah. No, and now, I don't care if you smoke marijuana or not. If you want yeah, to smoke either. it, eat it in a brownie, suck a lollipop, whatever, whatever. I could care less. Yep. But the federal law is federal law. Either enforce it or get rid of or it. Or get rid of it. Get rid yeah. of it, which I've been calling to get rid Trump of Trump said he would have signed a bill to, le- to yeah, decriminalize marijuana. To Look, I've been for it for a long time to de- decriminalize a lot of the drug crap, but... Uh, but, yeah, I don't care if you do it. I'm not going to do it. I don't care if you do it. Um, now, it, the immigration law, you know, the sanctuary city, sanctuary states for immigration, they're just ignoring they federal ignore law. federal law. And they and do that, not assist federal officers. And immigration is one of those powers spelt it's out enumerated in, in the, Constitution. the Constitution. that you know, Clear the, as yeah, day. clear as day. And now you've got these Democrat states that just, oh, we're just going to be sanctuary. Well, you know what? Okay, we'll have sanctuaries for the Second Amendment then. Right. And because the Second Amendment is even more clear than immigration law, which is spelled out in the yeah, Constitution. It says, shall not be infringed. Maybe you need to get dictionaries for because every one of the congressmen and senators I mean, up there in Washington. It really should. This really, really shouldn't be that hard to understand. In the United States Constitution, it clearly says who has the power to set immigration law. But when it comes to the Second Amendment, it is clearly spelt out that no form of shall government not. shall infringe <laughs> on this Second Amendment, which means this Second Amendment is given to the people, not by government. So, therefore, it cannot be taken away by the government. But yet, look what's happening every day. Yes. But as more and more states jump on this, I hope there's enough states to where they get, you know, yeah, 10, 15, great. 20, 25 states all going we're Second Amendment sanctuary states. You yeah. cannot enforce any law yep. we don't believe is constitutional. Bypass red, go straight to blue, because you're not going to do that crap in our state. Yeah, but at, that's going to have to go to court on all this stuff. Eventually, the the, yeah. the drug laws, the immigration laws, the, the yeah. Second Amendment laws, they're going to have to go to court and decide, do the states have the powers to enforce constitutional restrictions? Which is which, what the Bill of Rights is. They are restrictions. Which, like I said, and which is going to fall on the Tenth Amendment, uh, states' rights. Right. And, and we need to have this, 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 not just debate. We need to we have, have a it case in a come up. Case. It needs to be decided, and yeah. it needs to be done legally and, by and, what the Constitution says. And there's no way that the court can overlook enumerated powers and look and overlook the Tenth Amendment. Imagine no, if they you will. Try. The four liberals will, but. You have you you have to get a gun. You have to undergo a background check. You have to get you know checked out. You purchase your weapon. You, imagine if you had to get a background check before you voted. <laughs> imagine the hey, liberal heads exploding I'm, I'm, on that. I'm for that. Yeah, no kidding. I'm for having to take a test. Well, they're talking about <laughs> before what is you it? vote. The new bill says you have to have 24 hours of gun education before you're allowed to get a permit to own a weapon in the United States. Imagine uh, having to get 24 hours of civics classes before being able to vote. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and blow some more liberal minds. That, uh, wait a it, second. Does that uh, count uh, your experience uh, many months in the military? Any kind of training, I would think, would count. But they probably, count. they probably won't count any of that and make you start they over with some won't. new federally mandated right. training classes. Yep, yep. You wanna bet? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's... Of course, that's it's... Uh, I don't know if they'll ever get that through, but it'll be interesting to see. Because, hmm. you know, people say, oh, I have a right to vote. You do not. Well, that's what I was going to touch on, Roger. <laughs> when you break down, you really want to blow these liberals' minds and blow a Democrat's head. Go send them straight to their cry closet. Um uh, 
we have a specifically spelled out right to own uh, guns. Yeah, clear as day. You do not, anywhere in the Constitution, do you have a right to vote. You have a right to not be discriminated against when if you there is an election, yes, uh, in your state, if right. there's an election. But you do not have a federal Constitution right to vote. It does Even not people exist. Think they do. My right to vote was violated. Does not you don't exist. have a right to vote. Don't have a right uh, on the federal level. <laughs> on the federal constitutional level, you do not have a right to vote. And if you don't believe me or Roger, really? go look up the Supreme Court of uh, Gore, Gore versus Bush or Gore versus... Oh, is that whatever. when they decided there that, was a, uh, the no right Supreme to vote? The Supreme Court upheld and even specified there is no right to vote in the Constitution. That's right. No right to vote, no but right there's a right to own a but gun. But there is a right to own a gun. <laughs> but right. yet, they're willing to pit, put all these hoops and, and, and requirements mm-hmm. and restrictions on gun ownership even though it's clearly stated you shall not Infringe. <laughs> yeah. Shall not be infringed. I mean, it can't be any clear. Like I said, the most concise and clear. And they're just uh, trying to ask for ID laws right. on voting. Show who you are. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I will. Yeah, exactly. Georgia yeah. just passed that. Yeah, Georgia's doing a good. I will say this. Um, you know, I was calling for this after the election that, that what needs to happen is the states have got to start fixing their voting laws. And Georgia, man, they are ahead of the game. Yep. And they're they just already passed the passed. bill, didn't yep. they? Yep. yep. And then Kemp is going to sign it. So now, in case you don't know, that means you have to show you have you to, have, have, to have, an have an ID to cast an absentee ballot. An absentee ballot. And I heard a commercial today, Roger, saying that that uh, that the Republicans are trying to get rid of mail-in ballots in Georgia. We don't have mail-in voting, and the the commercial even said that it was a right to ma- mail-in voting was a right. No, no, mail-in voting is not a right. In fact, voting <laughs> voting is not a right. Is not a right. <laughs> uh, but in the state of Georgia, we do not have mail-in vote. We have absentee balloting. There is a difference between What's mail-in it, uh, voting what, and absentee. They seem like they're very similar, though. They're similar, but the biggest difference is a mail-in ballot is is what Michigan did and Wisconsin, where they willy-nilly throw ballots to everybody on the registered list. California was sending yeah, people okay. who moved to red states. They were sending them a ballot. So oh. an absentee, you have to request a ballot, oh, and indeed. you have to prove who you are. And then when you send it in, they have to verify your signature. And now they're going to have to verify an ID. That's absentee. A mail-in ballot is you. if you're on the rolls, you get a ballot, you fill it out, and you send it if back. If you happen to get two or three or four, and just send, send them, them all, all back. back. That's what was happening. That's yeah. why I said when people were Massive complaining about fraud. fraud is they legalized fraud in these states. They went to their, their courts, fraud. and they allowed mail-in balloting, which was legalized fraud. With no ID, no, no identification. If you whatsoever. were on the voting rolls, they sent you a ballot. There were people getting ballots and people getting numerous ballots, people who didn't live in the state getting a ballot, and you could mail that ballot. Dead people back. getting ballots? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. there was some of that. Going. Well, that goes on all the time anyway. Yep. And that was passed by not their Congress. Which right, was wrong. Right, which is wrong. The and, and and the states, it's very clear again in the Constitution. The state legislatures shall uh, make or create election law. And David, you're 100 percent right. The the legislatures didn't change the law. The Supreme Courts changed the law. The courts, not Supreme Courts, the courts in those states um, just decided yeah, without just, letting just it become decided law. That uh, okay, yeah, that's going to be. We need law. we need to fortify. And it, Secretary of states. Right. Yeah. It's, we have to fortify great. Biden's position. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's basically what the courts are saying. So Pennsylvania, with Wisconsin, the courts changed the laws and allowed voting boxes and drop boxes, which are illegal in Wisconsin. And the legislature has to change that. But the courts—they did it anyway. And the yes, courts see? are not a legislative branch. 
they're, they're, they they're violating laws all over the place, yeah. left and right. They don't care. The, our politics has become ridiculously yeah. third world. Oh, in fact, NYPD this week had a surge 411% in request for retirement. And we're going to discuss that as soon as we get back. Uh-oh. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. Hi, I'm Dr. Mike Karuchak. Join me and my co-host, Dr. Hal Schertz, every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. and listen to the Doctor's Lounge, where you get a private insight into the conversations that doctors have amongst themselves. Join us Thursday, 8 a.m. every week. Whether cruising the Strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Obamacare is failing, but in order to get back on the right track with health policy, people need to be informed. Obamacarewatch.org is your resource to understand what's happening with this law and what you can do to stay active, stay informed, and make positive change happen. Obamacarewatch.org. Visit us now. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, we're back. Right before we left, we're talking about New York Police Department having retirement rates that were astronomical. A 411% increase this week. Now, if you can imagine, they're processing retirement applications as fast as they can. They're limiting them to so many per month because they can't process them fast enough to get all these guys out of their offices, out of uh, out of their work. They want to retire. They have it the years. They're willing to walk away. And you may wonder, why this huge exodus? Why? <clears throat> because the politicians are not supporting the police department. The the commanders are not supporting the police department. They're sending them out on the streets. They're standing up for all the groups that are fighting against them and disrespecting them and not obeying the law. So why should these officers want to stay in a city, in a state where they're not respected, where the community members don't care whether they do their job or not? They don't get the respect from, from the community people either. I mean, most people, you know, when something happens, you call the police. Imagine you call the police and nobody's there. Oh, well, we're out of police officers right now. They all retired. You have to be your own first responder, as I've said a thousand times before. Imagine calling somebody. You hear somebody banging around in your garage. You call the police and they said, oh, well, we don't have enough people to send somebody to you, so you're just going to have to wait. Just run away. That's what they say in a lot of the liberal states. You have to run away from your house if someone tries to break in because they do not have castle doctrines. But anyway... This retirement is just, it's going so fast, they can only do so many per month. They ha- only have the, the personnel to process so many of these per month. And right now, they're moving at a huge rate. They're getting rid of police officers so fast because these guys don't want to work here. And what they're finding is that other communities are willing to pick them up, give them good jobs in a community where they're respected, where they are treated properly, as police officers should be. I mean, why not? These smaller communities can't afford to spend thousands and thousands of dollars training their officers as New York City does. 
Why not get an officer that's had all these thousands of dollars worth of training come to your community and bring all this knowledge and this experience and this training with them? Of course they're going to do that. And I think the police officers are realizing, you know what? There are greener pastures out there. There are other places to go. There are better places to work. I mean, New York City is a is an amazing place to go. It is fantastic. If you've never been, well, I would say go, but right now I think everything's closed anyway. You can't even walk around in Times Square, I think, right now, mask on or not. But it is an amazing city. It's full of amazing people. But when the police officer is not on duty, the crime rates skyrocket. It's it's unbelievable how many murders and shootings they've had just in this past year and a half. I think, uh, what is it, on May 25th, that's when uh, George Floyd died. The, the, the increase in retirements was 75%. It started the month he died. People were getting out of there because they were allowing these protesters or these burn loot murderers to get out there, overturn police cars, burn stuff to the ground because they were getting no support from anybody. And they're getting retirements requests of like 100 a day, but they can only process 35 to 40 a day. And they do it by appointment. So they're making as many appointments as they have personnel for, but they're getting three times as many requests for retirements. So eventually, New York City is going to be out of police officers. And the ones who are there are probably not going to want to respond to certain calls. Oh, there's rioting in the streets. Well, we don't respond to that because we don't want to have to accidentally shoot somebody. Because if we do, we're going to be blamed for it. Our superiors won't back us up. Our politicians won't back us up. They'll support the people who who shoot at us, but they won't support anybody, you know, the criminals who, who get in the way of things. So if you're in New York City, you might consider now might be a good time to move. Because are you going to be able to live in a city without police officers backing you up, without being there when you dial 911? I mean, it's, it was bad enough before. They needed more police officers anyway, and now they're losing them at a ridiculous rate, and they're not being able to recruit new ones because they don't want to work under these circumstances. It's unbelievable. And another thing that makes the police officers frustrated is they have this revolving door on their justice system. There were people being arrested for gun crimes. I mean, possessing illegal firearms, Robberies, and they're turning them back out in the streets within days. So they're not even keeping criminals in jail. What's the incentive to not commit crimes? It just seems like they're they're trying to destroy their own city from the inside. <sighs> it's just it's so frustrating. I know the police officers must just be, you know, wringing their hands, shaking their heads, going, "What can we do?" You know, we're trying to do the best job we can. And here we're not getting any support from anybody above us. They're just letting us, you know, shake in the wind. We're being hung out to dry. And we'll see. And a lot of other cities, may smaller cities and smaller communities, right now is a time where you should start recruiting police officers if you need them because there's going to be plenty of people looking. And you need to advertise in places like New York, Los Angeles, Chicago, Atlanta, any big city that has turned its back on its police officers, those are the places you need to advertise if you want to get top-quality police officers with the very best training that was available. Just advertise on America's Web Radio. That's right. We could do that for you. Nationwide advertising. What is it? GM at AmericasRadio.com. America's Web Radio. No, America's Web Radio. Oh, my God. I keep forgetting that. Okay. And if you have any comments for me, Roger at AmericasWebRadio.com. That's AmericasWebRadio.com. GM, if you have advertising questions, Roger at America's Web Radio, if you have gun questions or gun comments. So there you go. Get our little push in there. 
So basically, if you're living in a big city, you may find yourself without police officers. So even though now is probably the worst time in history money-wise or selection-wise to try and buy a weapon, if you've ever thought about it or you feel like you would like to be able to protect yourself, it may only get worse. Gun laws could be coming down the pike any day now that could make it extremely difficult for anybody to buy a weapon. And I'm curious to see if they pass these laws that require training, education, licensing fees, insurance. How many people are going to comply? How many people are going to step up and say, oh, yeah, I have guns. I'm going to just I'll register and start paying money right now. Yeah, I have a feeling noncompliance is going to be a huge factor. And who's going to enforce this? Are local law enforcement going to go around knocking on doors trying to collect guns? I doubt it. Most very local people are going to say, you know, I live in that community. I can't afford to be the one who goes to my neighbor's house and tries to take his guns away. Because he's the one who's going to back me up if I need if I need help. He's not going to be the one who's going to leave me, you know, flailing in the wind. He's going to be there to back me up. And I can't go to his house and take his guns away. Now, if they send federal officers in to try and do this in Missouri, they're going to get arrested. Other sanctuary states would have to decide whether they want to put teeth in their bills to stop federal violation of Second Amendment rights. But I don't know where it's going to come. But if you haven't bought a weapon yet, if you feel like you have any desire to, you might need to act now. I usually tell you to wait until things calm down a little bit, but it doesn't look like things are calming down anytime soon. The prices on the guns have escalated some, but they're holding stable. Ammunition is the big deal. Ammunition is getting harder and harder to find. It's getting more and more expensive. But manufacturers are running at full production right now. From what I've seen, the manufacturers have made videos where they're stating... We're stating they're running all three shifts. If they can find enough people to work them, they're running ammunition 24-7. So hopefully they'll fill back up the pipeline and things will become more available. And I ask anybody who does shoot, if you only need five boxes, then buy six or seven. Don't buy 20. You know, hold off and give other people a chance to buy some. Make sure your neighbors have some. If you have, If you see some and you know your neighbors need some, pick up extra for them. Help support your communities because the best way to police your community is to be there, have your eyes open, your ears open, and work with the local police departments in protecting your own neighborhoods. Because if you call them and they're not there, your neighbors are going to be the closest ones to you. Have a network set up where you could call for help if you needed it, if the police couldn't get there in time. The other uh, thing I'd like to throw in or throw out is that uh, we've always – kidded about or talked about this house protected by S&W or this house. <laughs> right. The last thing you need to do is let anybody know that you have weapons. Right, because the way things are going now, they could red flag you if you get mad at your lawnmower and kick it. They could call the police saying, oh, he's very angry. He needs to have his guns taken away. Yeah. And or, you know, or it's a sign to uh, people that don't mind breaking into your house and taking Right, exactly. Weapons. Don't let them know there's something to steal there. And if you do have a gun in your house or several guns, lock them up. I mean, except for the ones you're using daily, I would say lock stuff up just to protect yourself or make sure your house is secure. You know, because right now with less police on duty, less police responding to calls, the chance of something happening and them responding to an alarm call are going to be way slower, way less than it would have been a year ago. Because there's less police officers out there now. It's up to you to defend yourself, your family, and your property. So if you need a weapon, go out there and buy one. Get some training. There are hundreds of classes in almost any city where you can learn basic handgun, basic carbine skills, 
And if you decide you like it and want to get more into it, take the advanced classes. You will learn, you will end up looking like John Wick in a matter of months if you take the proper classes. I mean, he didn't know how to do all that stuff before he learned. Everybody learns somehow. So learn how to use your weapon properly. Learn how to use it instinctually. You should know how to function check. You should know how to reload a magazine quickly, easily, without hesitation after enough training. And then you have to maintain it, too. Every month or two months or three months, go to the range, practice your skills, stay up on it. Because, you know, what? crime never sleeps. You're always going to have criminals who are going to try and take advantage of people who cannot defend themselves. And if you have neighbors who can't defend themselves, you know, it depends on how they feel. If you have a big liberal neighbor who hates guns, yeah, I wouldn't mention anything to him. Just say, yeah, we call the police if anything happens. (laughs) That's what you should do, too. In fact, here, I got this sign for you that says no guns in this house. You should put this in your front yard to make sure everyone knows your position. So... That, of course, would be an attractive sign for a burglar to see. No guns in this house. Well, no one's going to shoot me there. Let me go break into that house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. I don't know. The laws are, the federal laws may be coming within the next, they're saying with the, by next week they may start voting on gun control legislation. I don't have time to get into all of it that's going to go down now, but maybe next week we'll see if it actually comes to fruition. But if they do this, Gun prices are going to only go up higher than they are now. Ammo prices will be ridiculously high and get extremely scarce. So if you had any interest in purchasing a weapon, I'd say do it now because if you wait, it may or may not be too late. Would you recommend uh, a person possibly buying a target pistol, i.e. a twenty-two type pistol, Yeah, and then have a 9 millimeter or something like that for a for a real pistol a, a lot of uh, pistols are available in 22 form like a lot of the full size pistols are available in 22 form just for that sake to practice with 22s and it gives you the feel of the same handgun like you can buy a 1911 in a 22 you can buy a Beretta 92 in a 22 you can buy a Glock in a 22 all to give you the training with cheaper ammo to be able to use your full size handgun if you get them comparable like that it would be a very good idea for training purposes. But I also recommend having a rifle and a pistol because, you know, uh, one of the um, trainers I had was a, a Marine special ops trainer, and he said, you use your pistol to fight your way to your rifle because your rifle is your lifeline. That's where you really can make a difference. So we'll have to see. But if you have one, buy another one. If you don't have one, by all means, get one if you have any inclination. All right, go out there, have fun, buy more weapons, buy more ammo, shoot, practice, train. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.